Welcome to Finding My Fit. I'm Athena and I'm just a girl trying to find where the heck I fit into the big wide world. Finding My Fit empowers you to become your happiest and healthiest self. Join me every week as we discuss all things health, wellness, mindset, manifestation and lots lots more so you can find your fit. Welcome back to the podcast and today's episode I'm going to be talking to a woman called Rose and she works at the brand Perkies. So Perkies, their slogan is the future of sticky bras and I absolutely love that. They're female founded and they create sticky bras that have replacement adhesives and Perkies petals which are reusable nipple covers that come in three different shades of nude. So in today's episode, you're going to learn all about Perkies and the different kind of innovative undergarments that they provide for women. We also spoke a little bit about female empowerment and body positivity and how underwear kind of relates to that. So let's get on into this conversation with Rose. Please, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how Perkies began? Yes. Um, So I am a 25-year-old female founder and I started Perkies in a class I took at Brown University. Um, I'm originally from New York and studied business and entrepreneurship actually at Brown. And in my junior year, I took an entrepreneurship course. And as part of that course, we had to come up with an idea that solves the customer pain point and then spend the semester building out a business plan based off that idea. And based on my own bad experiences with stick-on bras, Um, And hearing friends and sisters complain, I thought that there needs to be a better stick-on bra. Um, And for those of you listening who aren't familiar with a stick-on bra, it's a backless and strapless bra, and it sticks on to the woman's breasts through the means of an adhesive. Um, The problem with that, though, as you can imagine, is after you wear them a few times, they begin to lose adhesion. When you sweat, they fall off every hair piece of hair and dust gets stuck to the inner shell of the adhesive. Um, so it pretty much the bra ends up being rendered useless just after a couple of wearers. Um, so my idea for this course was to create a stick on bra with replaceable adhesives, um, similar to that razor razor blade business model. So you could the, buy the bra, it would come with a couple of sets of adhesives, And then as you wear it, you could peel back that top layer of adhesive, exposing the fresh layer beneath it. And then you could end up buying the replacement adhesives, um, which allows for recurring revenue and customer retention on the business side of things, but also on the customer side of things, allows for a fresh stick as needed, a clean bra, a more affordable option and a more sustainable option. Um, So anyway, that was my idea. I spent the semester at Brown working on that. And then I ended up doing some pitch competitions in Rhode Island and um, ended up winning some cash prizes, which really gave me some momentum going into my um, graduation. And then I did a summer accelerator program at Brown summer of 2018 and then decided to take this on full time. So I've been working on it since. So about over three years now, um, I'm living at home with my, my, still living at home with my parents in Long Island, New York. 
um, planning to move to Los Angeles soon. Um, and it's been an incredible experience building out a brand, building out a product, products at this point, um, networking with incredible people, whether they're founders or, um, you know, have different specialties, whether it's graphic design, product design, product development, manufacturers, you name it. Um, but anyway, I, rec- I recommend it to anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so interesting. I'd love to talk a little bit more about your business in a second. But first, I wanted to ask, where did the name come from? Was it something that you came up with? Or, you know, did, did you get together with a few different people and like come up with an idea? I absolutely love the name. And it sounds so like fun and like vibrant, (laughs) but I'm really interested in learning like where it came from. Totally. Um, Well, in the beginning, it was called Reliabra, which obviously doesn't have the same sexy, fun, perky ring to it. Um, And it was that name for at least, I want to say like a year and a half. Um, And all the feedback I got was, you need a more fun name. And I'm like, I know I'm trying to think of one. Um, Obviously, I wrote down a million ideas and played with logos. And then I went to a store in town just to talk about retail markups and kind of how retail works. And I met with the, the owner of the store was there and her husband. And we were just talking about different name ideas. And she was like, you need something more fun and perky. She's like, could you, what about perky? And I was like, perky maybe. And then I looked and then I, perky.com was taken. And then I was like, maybe perkies. So anyway, I ended up that day, like submitting a bid for perkies.com, P-E-R-K-I-E-S.com. And then looked up a trademark, didn't exist. So I was able to trademark it and then eventually buy the domain within the next couple of months. And it just has a way more attractive ring to it. Um, the word perky means happy and lively and cheerful. And I feel like that is more representative of the brand I'm creating and also more representative of the founder myself. <laughs> um, so it's definitely been an appropriate shift. And then in terms of the logo, as you can see, the dot of the eye is supposed to be a sticky bra. Um, and that was a collaboration between me and the graphic designer. We were talking about, I said, you know, I want to incorporate like the product in a logo. I always thought that was like a cool approach. And one day we were having a brainstorm session over Zoom. And I was like, could you do like the dot of the eye is like two boobs, like just two dots next to each other. And then she got back to me with this design and it really has stuck. It's perfect. And, um, you know, I give her a lot of credit for turning that little dot the other way and connecting the two to really make it look like a sticky bra, which, you know, is the hero product of the brand and the impetus behind it. Yeah. I love your logo and I love the name. It's like, I don't know, like I said, it's just so vibrant and fun. And I think it really represents what you're about. Let's get into like a little bit more about, you know, your business and like the industry, I guess, because I feel like there is quite a lot of, or like a lack of innovation in this kind of field. And I'd love to get your opinion on that. And kind of, do you agree? Like, do you think there could be more being done within the sort of lingerie undergarments, like bras, all of that kind of thing when it comes to women's products? I do feel like up until recently, there has been 
absolutely a lack of innovation. Um, you know, we obviously know Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, who really was a front runner back in, you know, over the last 20, 30 years building out her brand Spanx, which is, you know, basically pantyhose for women, but, you know, she kind of made it full body and cut off the feet of them and made it just more feasible to wear with any type of clothing. Um, and they actually just sold um, a majority stake to Blackstone at a $1.2 billion valuation. So I do think there is more awareness around the, um, you know, the gravity of this market and the demand within this market. And I do feel like for a long time, these products were, you know, created by men for women, which was so backwards. Um, but I, I mean, obviously I do a ton of market research on other bra companies that have started within the last five to 10 years. And there is, there are plenty of bra, not, not no sticky bra companies, but actual bra companies, whether it's Third Love, Lively, True & Co, Pepper, um, just to name a few, Harper Wild, just to name a few. And they're all kind of like tackling the everyday bra um, where I'm trying to tackle more so the specialty bra sector, sector um, which does play a huge role in it because, you know, typically when you're not wearing, you know, a specialty bra or a everyday bra, you're wearing a specialty bra and specialty bras are meant to be worn under backless, strapless, halter, off the shoulder styles. And these styles are ever present more than ever before. Um, and I do feel like women typically, not all the time, <laughs> but typically want some support and coverage and um, a sticky bra is definitely a good option. And then also we have Perky's pedals, which are reusable nipple covers those come in three shades of nude. And um, those are also great options to wear under those outfits if you're not looking for as much coverage or depending on your cup size and whatnot. When it comes to your brand and, you know, talking about ladies' underwear and bras, I think the conversation is definitely a lot more open nowadays. Yes. But how do you go about, like, building the conversation around this subject? Like, do you use social media? What kind of posts do you do? Obviously, you've got your product posts because you you know you are a business. You want to show off what you offer. But is there anything else that you like cover in terms of your content and your message? Yes, I mean, like I said, the brand really is a cheerful, fun, and lively brand, and we try to tie that in with inspiration for female founders trying to, you know, break into new spaces and start companies. So. Um, if you do go to the Instagram, it's at myperkies, M-Y-P-E-R-K-I-E-S. Um, and you'll see it's basically a content, ton of content. Every other post is an inspirational quote pretty much about, you know, you could do it. Beauty begins underneath, um, you know, just like fun, inspirational quotes about, you know, seizing the day and, um, you know, doing what makes you happy. And then the other posts are more so either shots from her photo shoot or shots of women wearing it and, you know, their own quotes of feedback about the products. Um, so we try to have, you know, a different types of content. Um, but I do feel like normalizing the conversation about what women wear underneath is a good thing. And I do feel like these people before me kind of paved the way a little bit, um, or def they definitely have. And it's been helpful to come into, you know, the climate of 2022 at this point with it being normal to talk about 
bra as an underwear and, you know, it not being like shunned or people being weirded out by it. Um, you know, my sister always laughs. She's like, it's funny that you're just like throwing out the word nipple cover, like across the table when grand and grandpa are there, or, (laughs) you know, it's just funny that, um, that's one of our products and it's not a word that (laughs) you typically throw around your grandparents or your family. Um, but it's business. I think that's so funny because I mean it's probably so normal to you and those who work in your business like the word nipple covers is just like an everyday thing but to granny and grandpa it's probably not but you know it's got to be (laughs) done it's become become an everyday word (laughs) (laughs) it definitely yeah it definitely sounds like it in your field of work so I'd love to talk a bit about like I want to talk about like body positivity and like inclusivity because we're definitely going through that kind of body positivity, accepting more sizes and, you know, becoming more inclusive as a society, which I think is amazing. But how does that affect your business? And how do you go about making sure that you have like a bra for every size and you're quite inclusive? Like, how does that work in your business? I'd love to learn more. Yes. No, it's actually really interesting because initially when I was ordering the bras, you know, I had to place, I think it was like 2000 piece order and they were like, okay, 2000 pieces, light nude. And I was like, can I get different shades? And they're like, oh, if you want like a darker shade of nude, then it has to jump to 6,000 per, just for the dark nude. And I thought like, that's insane. I can't afford that. You know, I can't afford 8,000 bras. And this was right around the time of um, the Black Lives Matter protests and George Floyd. And um, I got an email from my manufacturer saying we're focused on, or the people connected who connect me with the manufacturer, they kind of like run the show over there. They said, we're focused on inclusivity and diversity. So I replied and I said, well, if you're really focused on it, then why is your MOQ for the dark nude 8,000 pieces and the light nudes 2,000 pieces and it's because it's kind of like the chicken and the egg what came first is it because they have all this light nude in stock and for them to like re-dye um you know a batch of fabric it's going to be that much more expensive you know or is it because yeah and all these companies have been ordering that color but is it but are those people only ordering the light nude because it's that much that high of quantity to order the dark nude. So anyway, I reached out to them and they're like, you know what? You're right. You could definitely do a smaller batch MOQ for the dark nude. So anyway, that was one thing I tackled, but in the process I learned that's often it is more expensive or a higher MOQ to include other colors, which was crazy to me. Um, so anyway, so we have the bras and light nude, dark nude and black. Um, and then the same with the nipple covers. So that was actually a lot easier, a lot easier of a process. I noticed that they offered multiple shades of nude and quickly ordered light nude, medium and dark nude. Um, and we do sell our Perky's petals, nipple covers on Amazon and all three colors sell equally. And actually the dark nude probably sells the best and it's because there's less competition in amongst Amazon with dark shade nipple covers. Um, I think a lot of these companies only offer the light and medium nude. Um, so anyway, so th- that's kind of how we're tackling the diversity and inclusivity aspect. Um, you know, making everyone feel like there's a product for them, 
regarding sizes, <laughs> it's actually tough with a sticky bra because the sticky bra is a backless and strapless bra, aka there are no bra straps and no <laughs> no back of the bra or straps of the bra to kind of like lift up a woman's breasts, um, which makes it difficult. So right now we only go up to size C. We're obviously working on going bigger. Um, but we're also working on other products that can kind of tackle that size range better with more support, whether it's boob tape or, you know, some other solution, just because I have heard in my market research and, um, feedback from people in the demographic, demographic saying that they don't even wear sticky bras if they're bigger than a size C because it just doesn't, doesn't provide the lift that they would need. Um, so I'm in this sampling process with different types of boob tape. Haven't found a great one yet. Um, but I think that'll definitely be, um, in the Perky's pipeline. Yeah, that's super exciting. I am going to ask you towards the end of the podcast, what your sort of 2022 goals are in terms of your business. But I wanted to sort of touch on what you just said about, you know, I, I find it crazy that there is less competition, with the darker tones because less companies are probably thinking about that kind of thing obviously there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of inclusivity but like I find it crazy that the you know there are different prices and different amounts available for the darker colors but I'm really glad that you you know fought back against that kind of thing and you tackled that problem and you're able to offer all of these different tones actually that leads me nicely into like what are your goals and what are your projections for 2022 with Perkies? Are there, you know, new products in the pipeline? Are you thinking about getting more sizes? Like what are your goals? Yes, I appreciate that question, especially as we're less than two weeks away from the new year. Um, yeah, so actually over the summer, I realized that 30% of people buying from my website were buying more than one product. And at that time, I really only had, you know, the bras, the replacement adhesives, and the Perky's petals, the nipple covers. And I was like, this is a pretty good stat for a website with just a handful of products. So um, I found a manufacturer that produces seamless underwear and, you know, picked out some colors and had my logo um, added to this underwear and, you know, tested out which type I like the best and launched Perky's panties in October. And now, 40, over 40% of people buying from my website are buying more than one product. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, build it and they will come. So I'm realizing that, which is great. And, you know, customer acquisition costs are skyrocketing these days. So once you get someone to your website and kind of get them to check something out, you kind of want to entice them to buy more than one product to help compensate for the price it took or the cost it took to acquire that customer. So, um, with seeing so much success with the pedals, which actually launched before the hero product, the sticky bra and the panties, which were just an afterthought, you know, it's really making me think, okay, what else can I add that's aligned with this product that's aligned with this brand? Um, and as I mentioned, boob tape is absolutely in the pipeline, um, and also I'm thinking of introducing some type of like sports bra top um, to the Perky's pipeline. And that would be our first piece of outerwear 
which is very exciting. Um, so I need to make sure the, there's a nice big logo on the back of that. Um, but those are just, I mean, the boob tape's, you know, an easier product probably, but the um, sports bra, it's kind of like a, I'm reinventing the wheel here, you know, starting from square one again, um, you know, and as I've learned with the bra, it takes a very long time to do. Um, so anyway, so that's, those are just two things that are in the pipeline and, um, you know, I'm hoping to raise more money and bring on more people to the team, um, and kind of see where that takes me, you know, between new products, money and people, I think <laughs> the world is my oyster. Um, so it should be exciting, uh, next year at this time to see where we are with everything. Yeah, it definitely sounds exciting. And I think like if you are hiring more people, you have so much more opportunity to do different things because a lot of the time it's like the time and the manual labor that limits you, I think, in business. Yes, so that's absolutely. so exciting that the world literally is your oyster. You've got so many different avenues you can go down when it comes to this kind of product. So it is really exciting to think about like where you're going to be next year for sure. I'd love to do a quick true or false round with you. So this is something that I've brought in quite recently with my guest interviews. And I think they're a really nice way to like sum up the podcast and it's going to be really quick, but I'm going to say like five different statements and I'd love for you to answer with true or false. You can go into a bit more detail if you want to, um, or you can just say true or false, but I I just like to do these to sort of round up what we've spoken about. Awesome. Thank you. Amazing. So the first true or false is female empowerment is at the center of ladies underwear industry. True or false? True. A good well-fitting bra can last a lifetime true yeah I definitely agree with that one (laughs) (laughs) the third one is white underwear is the most invisible underclothing false I think your perfect skin color matches yeah I love that you said that because I think that is like a big (laughs) a big misconception that white is just you know the the invisible underwear that nobody can see yes Okay, next one. Seamless underwear is the solution to VPLs. True or false? What what are VPLs? So visible panty lines. Oh, I've never that one before. Oh my (laughs) goodness. It's a thing in England, but we we always say VPLs. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna use that now. Wow. (laughs) It's something easier to say. Learn something new every day. (laughs) Um yes, it is the solution to VPLs. And the final one. All underwired bras are uncomfortable. True or false? Um, I'd have to go with true on that one. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I I don't wear underwired bras like ever because I feel like they dig into me. It might be because I'm wearing the wrong size or, you know, I've not found the right brand, but I find them so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I mean, the only bras I wear are perkies, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love that. I love that. And hopefully everyone else would be able to find out why that is the reason when they purchase one of your products <laughs> yes so anyway if anyone's listening you could um, check out the website p-e-r-k-i-e-s.com um we currently aren't shipping internationally for any uk listeners um but i'm sure we will soon once i raise that money and bring on those um people to the team um and then the instagram is my perkies m-y-p-e-r-k-i-e-s 
Yeah, I love that. Hopefully you can start shipping internationally. That would be like an amazing step forward. All of that information I'm going to put in the show notes so people can just, you know, click the hyperlink in there and go straight to your website or your Instagram. Um, It's been such a great conversation. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and telling us all about your amazing brand. You're doing wonderful things. And I really hope that listeners go and check out your products. Thank you. It was so great meeting you. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I'm going to link the Perky's website in the show notes. So if you want to check out their undergarments and the nipple covers and all the amazing products that they offer for women, then please head over there. If you want to get in touch with me at Finding My Fit Podcast on Instagram, rate and review the podcast if you've enjoyed this episode and follow or subscribe on whichever podcast platform you use. And I will see you in the next one.